Thank you for joining us for After the Message. To learn more about Celebration Church here in Orlando, you can follow us on social media under the handle at CelebrationORL or visit our website at CelebrationORL.org. All right, let's roll. Welcome to After the Message. I'm your host. I never do that, but my name is Nate, and uh, I serve on staff here at Celebration Church in Orlando. If you stumbled upon this podcast, welcome. Uh, we are glad that you are here. Today, I am joined by my friend, my brother, Vinny Costa. Is that the correct pronunciation? That's perfect. Wow. Your accent is getting better every day. Bon dia. Bon dia. Bon dia. That's good. Why don't you go ahead and uh, I think every time you're on after the message, we should have you um, do a greeting to our brothers and sisters in Brazil. Sure. So, please. Se você está ouvindo aí do Brasil, da hora, hein? Obrigado por prestigiar a gente. Fica à vontade. Compartilhe aí com todos os seus amigos, faça o que você tem que fazer para levar a Palavra de Deus adiante aí. Nosso objetivo aqui é abençoar, falar um pouco da Bíblia, falar um pouco de Deus, daquilo que está acontecendo nas nossas vidas. Então, fica à vontade, espalhe a mensagem e é nóis. <risos> Beautiful. That was longer than the last one. So, next time you're on, it's probably going to be like five minutes. Probably. Yeah. You're just going to keep talking. It's because this time I just mentioned social media. Mm. Like if you're listening to this, share with your friends. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. How many, um, how how pre prevalent is English language in Brazil? Um, we studied it in our school, like, but it's basically very basic, mm -hmm. very basic. And everybody thinks they can speak mm -hmm. but when they come here to disney or whatever they realize they they don't do it yeah I've, it's I've, like all you americans when you say oh i speak a little bit of spanish <laughs> meaning i can say hola you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you probably know more spanish than most americans do. yeah probably because yeah. they're pretty similar right mm -hmm. um but what's good one more note. One more note about that is everything we consume, uh, uh, pop culture wise, is in English, right? Mm. So the movies we watch, it's all in English with subtitles. The mm. songs we listen to, they're pretty much uh, in English. So we have contact with the language every day, mm -hmm. even though we cannot speak properly or fluently. Gotcha. How does your mind does your mind think in Portuguese basically and then you have like and then you have to or do you think in English sometimes or like when I'm thinking to myself or yeah. when I'm on a conversation in a conversation either or uh no I don't speak in Portuguese anymore like right now I'm not translating in my mind gotcha what I wanted to say I just I just go ahead think and think in English but when I'm uh I usually think in Portuguese when I'm not in a conversation, mm -hmm. usually. Mm -hmm. But yesterday, for example, I was having a conversation with my wife pretty, pretty late at night, and I started that in Portuguese, and I switched it to English, and I felt weird. <laughs> and my wife, she was just looking at me like, what the heck you're doing? <laughs> um, so right now, it's a mix of both. Yeah. I'm dreaming in English now. Really? Crazy. 
crazy. Welcome. And in my dreams, I sound stupid like I'm <laughs> sounding right now. You do not sound stupid. <laughs> uh, if you're new to After the Message, um, we talk about the previous Sunday sermon and just kind of continue that conversation. And um, we hope it encourages you to do the same in your circles. And right now you're finding us, obviously, uh, at the beginning of... 2021 well it's not even almost the beginning really anymore we're halfway pretty much halfway through january which is yes, crazy crazy Flying. Um, but uh annually every year at celebration church we we participate in along with a lot of other churches 21 days of prayer and fasting and uh the the kind of the the theme or, or the thought process behind this year is particularly focused around resetting ourselves and kind of almost a recentering, if you will, um, because there was just so much last year that that brought, you know, distraction and yeah. all that stuff. And uh, obviously, we're kind of getting in new rhythms and r- routines as human beings here on planet Earth with pandemic and everything else going on. So uh, we kind of just want to intentionally speak about resetting and recentering, especially during this time of of prayer and fasting. The, I. I had no clue it was, I don't know if it's, a, it's an American thing or if it's a church thing or it's in a Florida thing, but on social media, I can see that there's a bunch of churches that are fasting right now with us. Yes. Why is that? It's like a national season of fasting. I uh, guess so. Oh, I see. I don't know particularly. I think, I think a lot of churches that are in sort of the non-denominational um sector or you know affiliation yep. if you will yep you 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 know you kind of get to know those people from conferences and stuff like that and there's obviously associations and uh, relationships developed so maybe it's just one of those things where like hey we're going to join along with you i don't know exactly how it started off mm. but uh you know you and i were kind of talking earlier before this about how powerful like if we're all really taking this seriously and we're all you know focused on on this and for the right reasons like how powerful it could be definitely for the country and the world and yes. so what previously has been your experience with fasting and 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 how is it how has it helped shape your walk with god mm-hmm. um well this is something I've been doing for forever now. Mm-hmm. Um, not only once a year, but very often mm-hmm. I do that because I understand it's just it's just part of my faith acts. Let's put like this, mm-hmm. and also it's an understanding of Matthew chapter six when uh, Jesus says, "When you fast." Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this when is very important because he never said if, if you. Mm-hmm. It's more like, well, I'm expecting you guys to do that. So mm-hmm. when you do it. Mm-hmm. So when we understand that, I think it's something that we can incorporate in our faith walk, not as a religious thing, but more like I think God wants me to do that because it will, it will make difference in our relationship in my own life. So, so this is something I do very, very 
very often I regularly regularly yes yeah um i was kind of i was reading scripture and trying to f- find other references to fasting and i'll ask you because you're the undercover theologian <laughs> there's not a ton of context or instruction or it, there doesn't seem to be at least no you're right we have well in the old testament we have a couple of passages we have two in 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 uh Joel and we have of course in the law um they used to have one day uh for fasting every year and we can definitely see that in Leviticus and then in Joel we see the prophet saying like encouraging people to uh, uh to fast and then of course we have Jesus um uh, talking about it and Paul talking about it a little bit but you're right there's not a bunch of passages it seems like it was almost one of those things culturally where it was understood like it was just it was accepted like yeah i mean fasting is a part of who we are people un- when you when you said it people knew exactly what you were talking about it would be like today talking about if i were to say fast food not as in like you're fasting food, but as in like McDonald's fast yeah, yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, <laughs> you know, do time travel backwards and say like, yeah, I had fast food the other day. There would be no context, no understanding. Like, what what do you mean by that? Yeah. You know, so um, it 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 seems as though we don't have a ton of reference or context around it because it was culturally at the time it was more understood. Is that kind of your I assumption? Think, I, th- I think you're totally right. And I one one thing that I think it it's it will like support your point is it it was something so normal for them that Jesus mentioned like let let me talk about this in a way that I want to bring you in a different perspective mm-hmm. so when Jesus started talking about it everybody knew what he was talking about it mm-hmm. it was not something new for them mm-hmm. it was new what he was saying about it but everybody knew what f- fasting was yeah um so this is what's powerful like they were doing something for centuries and not now jesus is just saying hey i got it but let's talk about this for a second Mm -hmm. you know yeah i think for me it's 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 uh relatively new okay so for me i've been doing honestly just to be honest uh, along with the church when i first started coming to celebration four years ago five years ago six years ago now wow it's crazy but just learning learning what it is during this time really and not so much you know implement implementing it in my life other than this um and so i think this year i've actually been a little bit more intentional with trying to understand the process behind it the the scripture the history and scripture of why and how and and you know wanting to uh tap into the power of it you know what i mean um so yeah it's it's been good for me uh previously and and i'm kind of enjoying learning more about it as the years go on so um i think i think there's one sorry to interrupt no please do when we read like matthew 6 you can automatically see like three important things right there the the first one is what we mentioned before, Jesus saying, when you fast, mm-hmm. so there's an expectation there. It's not, 
if, but it's when. The second thing we can definitely see there is Jesus saying, so when you do this, make sure you do this and this and this. So basically Jesus is saying, do it, but do it in the right way. There is a right and a wrong way mm. of doing this. Mm-hmm. Because he says, don't do like the hypocr- what's the word? Hypocrite? hypocrites. Hypocrites. Don't do like they they do. Mm-hmm. So there's a wrong way of doing and a right way of doing. I think that's the second thing we can see there in Matthew 6. And the third thing we see at the, the end of the verse there is Jesus saying, and this will be good for you. So there is consequences. So it's God's expectation for sure. Point one, point two is there's a wrong and a right way of doing. Mm-hmm. And three, there's consequences. Like you will get something, th- something from this. Right. Let's go ahead and talk about the right and wrong way then. Well, well, we can uh, spend the next three hours talking about this. <laughs> but uh, Briefly. I, well, I think we'll go back to the religious Vinny again. Mm. See how this subject is all around my mm. life? If you were doing just because someone else told you to do it, this is wrong. If you were doing just because you have to, this is wrong. If you were doing just because you want to show other people what you're doing, and I mm. think that's the point what Jesus was telling right, right. there. When he says, when you do that, wash your, wash your face and make sure people around you, they don't know you're fasting. Mm-hmm. And what Jesus is saying is, he's not saying hide yourself. He's saying, don't do that. To get praise from man. Exactly. Out of your religion. Right. Out of your, don't be a Pharisee. Right. Basically. Yeah, don't show it off. Don't show it off. Yeah. Of course, if someone asks me, are you fasting? Of There's course. no problem of, of yes. saying... Yes, I'm fasting. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I'm doing this, this. That's not wrong. What's wrong is you, you know, showing up. Being arrogant, saying, look at me, I'm (laughs) fasting. I fast all the time. Exactly. Kind of like you said earlier, I fast all the time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So wrong. Uh, But I think that's that's what Jesus is trying to say, to communicate. Uh, The wrong way of doing it is doing out of your religion. Just, just as a religion, uh, one yeah. more religion thing, you know? Yeah, just going through the motions. Exactly. Just doing it because that's what you've always done or doing it because, well, they do it. I guess I should do it. So, f- and one more thing, it's... Please interrupt me again. Go oh, ahead. It, sh- it should be, <laughs> it should be, ob- should be obvious for everybody, and I think it is, mm-hmm. but also understanding that a wrong way of fasting is just stop eating because this is diet. Mm. This is not fasting, mm-hmm. right? Fasting is not something only physical, meaning it's not only stop eating. There's a spiritual right. thing attached to this. Right. Let's which, get into that. Which is, uh, well, basically my understanding is two things, basically. One, when you're fasting, you you are not, when you, you have time, basically everything you feed grows, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Everything you feed grows. Um, if every day you, you have hours, minutes, or whatever, set it apart so you can feed your flesh, your body, your sure. whatever. So you have breakfast in the morning, you have lunch, you have dinner. Second you have lunch. Second lunch, yes. you, ha- you know. 
you have the McDonald's 3 a.m. Yes. If you're me, like me. Uh, but you, when you're, you, when you're hungry, you stop everything you're doing to give your body food. Hmm. When you're fasting that, when you are not feeding your body, you have a gap in time, let's put that way, you, or you have a free time to focus on feeding your spirit, something that we are not, we don't focus on that uh, very often. Actually, a lot of people just focus on that on a Sunday. Not good, not mm -hmm. good. So that's, that's, I think that's the very first perspective. When you're fasting, naturally, you have more time to feed your spirit. So instead of having, having lunch, take that 20 minutes to pray, to worship, to do a spiritual thing that will feed your spirit. Mm -hmm. And the second aspect of this, of course, is when you're fasting and praying, you are giving food to your spirit. You are feeding your spirit and it makes it more strong. Mm -hmm. I think Galatians chapter 5 is pretty clear about this. There is a war happening between flesh and spirit all the time. Mm -hmm. Flesh and spirit. Your spirit wants to go to church. Your flesh wants to watch the Buccaneers uh, <laughs> game or whatever. <laughs> your spirit wants to you know, pray and be closer to God, and your flesh wants to watch the voice. I don't even know if that's still on air. I think it is. Okay. So that's, this war is happening every, every day, every hour of, of our day. When you are feeding your spirit, your spirit is getting more ro robust, more mm. strong to defeat the flesh. And uh, this is what fasting does. You mm -hmm. are making your spirit stronger. You are sharpening your relationship with God in a way that will be easier for you to defeat your flesh. Hmm. Well, the opposite is also true. If you are not feeding your spirit, you're only feeding your flesh. Every time the war comes up, the battle comes up, your flesh, your flesh will always win mm -hmm. um, because you're giving food, you're feeding your flesh every day. So yeah, so when I think about fasting, I always think about, okay, so when I'm fasting, I have more time to practice my spiritual exercises, which is prayer, worship, whatever, reading my Bible, mm -hmm. one aspect. Second is when I'm fasting, I'm giving food, I'm feeding my spirit, and it, this is making me a better Christian, a better follower, a, mm. a better warrior against my flesh. Yeah, which is, you know, one of Pastor Key's points was, you know, fasting gives us strength. And, and I think that's what he's alluding to there is kind of like you said, you know, if you're your spiritual muscles, if you will, you're working those out and you're strengthening those in order to to be able to to be a better follower and to and to combat the things of this world, particularly yep. yourself, you know, so I think that's a great. A great way to look at it as as exercise, um, and I think also, you know, any time's a good time. But I think right now is a great time, being at the beginning of the year, and obviously the the turning of the calendar isn't some magical thing that's just like, you know, bad things stop because it's a new year. You know, there's no magic to the turning of a calendar. But I think in our minds it helps us 
be a a beginning to a new season, I guess. Yep. And kind of you know kind of along the theme of let's reset some things. Maybe we can't control everything that's going on in the world, but we can at least have a little bit of say over how we're going to view it and how yep. we're going to live our lives. Yes. So, um, one of the other points that he made, and I want to get your uh, opinion on, is you know fasting can give us clarity. Um, kind of what's been your experience in that in your life or, or how you view that or maybe even a, an example of that for you? What, what, what does that mean it gives us clarity? I th- well, I think what it means, again, it's not a magical Harry Potter thing. It's more like, okay, I'm fasting, so my spirit is stronger. Um, I'm investing more time in my relationship with God. Uh, my focus is not on things on this earth, or at least it's it's being res- reset resetted by the the fasting. So now I can hear God's voice uh, clearly. Mm-hmm. I can uh, understand the Bible clearly. This is for sure uh, something that it's it's something that I have experienced. Um, not 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 understanding with my mind, mm. but with my heart, mm. like having revelations of the word. It happens very frequent frequently with me when I'm fasting, because my spirit is more aware of the spiritual stuff. Right. Um. So I think that's what he means. It, it it's not like just because you're fasting you have more clarity, but but because you're fasting you are making your spirit stronger. And this will gl- will give you more mm. clarity to spiritual uh, things, but also what you were sharing with me uh, before this conversation, I think it's totally true. I think you should share with with everybody about even what we what we what we oh what how it affects yeah yeah because so, we are we of course we <clears throat> we will that that there's a phrase in the South American theology. I don't know if you guys are familiarized with this, but we, we always say, say that we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. Hmm. So we are the three of Right. We, 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 we are not one. We are, the th- we are three as God. Wow. Like God. So there is, when you're fasting, is not only, you're not affecting only your spirit. There's a thing that happens in your body, of course, in your soul, of course, and in your spirit. And you were talking a little bit about that. Keeps well, us. First of all, the spirit, soul, body thing. I've never looked at, thought about it that way, but it's almost like a, a representation of God. Totally. When, <clears throat> it's like the Trinity. Totally. When, when God says in, uh, in uh, Genesis chapter 1, 26, if I'm not wrong, um, I'll make... Let's make the man like like cars in our image. What's the term in English? It's in used, our image. In our image, I don't think necessarily that God meant that God that the man will look like God. It's more like we are three. We are Father, Spirit, and Son. The man will be three as well, mm-hmm. which is body, soul, and in um, spirit. Yeah. That's good. Sorry, I'm just I'm just kind of thinking through that. I've never really thought of it in those terms. But anyways, back to the point of so what I was just kind of talking to Vinny about was a lot of times we 
compartmentalize our life. We have this, we have this, the soul, the spiritual side of it. We have the physical side of it, the mental side of it. When in reality, God created us to be, to, to be, um, all of these things work together is basically what I'm saying. They're all in correlation. They're all in cohesion. So when, when you do something with the physical, it is, it affects the spiritual. It affects the mental. Vice versa. So True. fasting is not only just this some mystical spiritual ritual. It's even scientifically proven that what you put in your body affects your mood. It affects your behavior. It affects yes. the way that you think about things. So I believe that God in his wisdom introduces fasting because God knows his creation and he knows that this is a great way to get maybe things out of your body, de- you know, detox, if you will, you know, have the physical be able to impact the spiritual. So again, they're hand in hand. They're not separate. So what we do in one affects the other. So that's kind of what I was talking about. And I think, I think especially in the modern American diet, fasting can have such a profound impact in a couple ways. A, because we're not eating crap that we normally do. And B, we worship food. Yes. My, my That's thought, so good. we worship food. We, we think about it all the time. And don't get me wrong, folks. The Bible has, is clear about feasting, yes. enjoying what God's creation. I mean, the Garden of Eden was designed with delicious food in mind, okay? <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with that. We're not denouncing that. What I am saying, though, is we place abundant emphasis on You're right. food. You're right. And so to refocus and make food not the t- attention in the center and make God that attention and center, I think fasting helps, helps us do that. You're so right. While you were talking, I, uh, I remember uh, what Paul said to uh, Timothy. Um, I think Second Timothy. Uh, it go, it, Paul goes, take care of yourself and the doctrine. But it's 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 funny how Paul puts take care of yourself before mm. he mentioned the doc, the doctrine. Mm-hmm. And when it and if we think about this, and if we think about that, we are three. Sorry, three, not one. What Paul is saying to Timothy is take care of yourself, meaning your body, take care of yourself, meaning your soul, take care of yourself, meaning your spirit. And everything is intertwined. Definitely. Um, There is this, I don't remember his name anymore, very, very hard name, but he was from Scotland, this guy. um, And he he was one of those guys that surrendered a hundred percent his life to christ and to preach the gospel to the others Mm -hmm. and he died when he was 29 years old because of like how much he Mm -hmm. he was not sleeping he was not Mm -hmm. eating he was not doing anything and uh, when he was about to die uh that's what he said god gave me a horse and a message 
I have a message to, to preach, but I killed the horse. Mm. And it's, this is funny because he was like giving food to his spirit, but he was not take care, taking care of the body. Mm. So he killed the body. Now he cannot carry out his mission. So how important this is. And we, we see all around like people telling us, you need to take care of your body. It's even one of my resolutions for 2021. Like my body, I look like I'm 60 years old. <laughs> um, so I have this George Clooney project in 2021. <laughs> the George Clooney yes, project. Because I saw a picture of George Clooney a couple of days ago when he was 15. Terrible, man. So really? Ugly. And now that he's 60, whatever, he looks gorgeous so i was like okay i'm gonna that's that's my project for 2021 <laughs> take care of my body of course it's important take care of our soul of course it's important read a good book definitely go watch something funny great go you know travel around great we take care of, of our soul but we also need to take care of our spirit not only spirit not only body not only soul the three of them in mm -hmm. um I think the fasting helps us uh, with this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, I just can't get over the George Clooney project. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like, this needs to be like a, a, a new podcast <laughs> and a website. And oh my gosh. Bro, if we had a, a website, I would definitely post the picture I saw when George Clooney was 15 years old. Man. Hmm. Not even the same guy. Interesting. And now he's he looks amazing. So that's that's what I wanted for for my twenty twenty one. I've been not a good. I've been not taking care of my body as I should. Of course, I'm a hundred percent responsible for that. But I, I blame America because that was a, that was I, that was what I was about to say. Is how much is attributed that to your recent. Uh, living in the United States. Well, I Come on. Well, I don't want to blame. Yeah, yeah, but it's harder. I think it is, and I think I mentioned to you this before, but the refills this is killing it's us. It's the refills. It is, man. If you go to McDonald's in Brazil, you buy a Coke, and if it's median, that's what you that's got. That's what you get. It is what it is. Drink wise, because if you drink <laughs> everything in three seconds, <laughs> you have no you're, you're coke no, to drink. No coke with your burger. Exactly. Here, it's more like I'm gonna drink this before this I get it. Before I get it, and, and then, then I have go, another one. This is crazy, man. <laughs> it's great. It's a it's a great analogy for fasting, because it just says. It almost says like do. We don't need exuberant amount. We can survive. Let's refocus. Let's reset. Exactly. We can survive on, on, on much less than what we normally do. And also, one more thing I want to I wanna call it out here is the price of things. Mm. This is ridiculous. Like, you cannot sell, like, a Mac chicken for $1 because it will make me buy 10 <laughs> because it's so cheap. It should be... Four dollars, and then I would go. Okay, I'm gonna buy two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. So ridiculous. Yeah. 
if but, you are if you are listening to this and you live in Colombia, does that I know that this doesn't make sense for you. But when you come to America, you will see what I'm talking about. Absolutely, you'll see it. And which kind of goes back to my point is just the the fascination. I mean, we have we have networks about food. We have a food network that's 24/7. It's about yeah. food and you know, there's a a restaurant every 100 feet in America and and so a lot of it is a lot of our time and attention and and energy and stuff is derived from food instead of I feel like when I when I've done the 21 days of prayer and fasting I've experienced more joy to be honest with you like I've been I've I've just had more uh organic joy joy of the lord is my strength says mm. the bible so um and I think a lot of it just has to do with I'm not really thinking about man what's uh you know, what am I having for dinner? Yep. I'm just, I'm having whatever the fast I'm on, which I usually do Daniel. It's like, I'm having fruits and vegetables, you know what I mean? Or whatever. My wife, obviously Jennifer is a little bit more, um, what would you say? She's the cook. So she's more intentional about it. Yep. So I try and tell her every year, like, don't worry about me. Just do whatever you want. Like I'll be fine. Yep. I'll eat cashews or something. Yep. But my wife loves a good meal, so. And it's funny, like, well, I usually don't do Daniel. I usually do meals. So right now what I've been doing is I eat one meal a day. One meal a day okay. And I'm basically, I'm, I'm having lunch every day. Mm-hmm. So by at 9 p.m., I'm starving, mm-hmm. of course. But man, back to our what fasting can do for your body or your soul, I'm starving at 9 p.m. but when i go to my bed i sleep like a baby <laughs> uh, because i usually have dinner at 11 right and then i go to bed at one s- still full and i wake up a lot of times in the middle of the night it is what it is but now during <laughs> the fasting season i'm like i'm i'm sleeping like my daughter disclaimer if you go to Vinny and julie's house for dinner you will be eating 11, yes. 10.30 is early. If you're eating at 10, 10.30, that's early. Yes. I remember Jen and I coming over there to eat dinner, and whew, I was ready for bed. But <laughs> you guys were just getting dinner on the table. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. And that, one more thing I, will, I would love to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in 2006. I was in this internship uh, ministry school full-time and uh they challenged challenged us to fasting for four days Mm. um and it was the first time i was fasting like four days straight just water and at the time i was sick um the problem is how what's the name of the the disease in english maybe i'll say in portuguese and you will have like a click uh, hypoglycemia. Does that communicate something? Uh, glycemia, like hypo. It's when you don't have hypoglycemic. A- yes, exactly. Yeah. I was diagnosed with that. Hmm. So basically, I couldn't stay on the fast for four days because I would just have a crisis or something. So on the first day, I I said, "Hey, God, you know." Hmm. 
physically, naturally speaking, I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna fast, and I, I, I wanna feed my spirit. I wanna grow in faith, and I'm gonna pray, and you, you will heal. You will, you will do something, and that's what I did. I fasted four days, no issues, and I, ne- I've never had that issue again. Wow. Since 2006. Wow. Um, it was not the fasting, though. It was because my faith was in a different level. And my faith was a different level as a consequence of my fasting. Yeah. Uh, it was not the fasting that healed me. God healed me. Healed me. Because I, I prayed about it with so much faith, so much confidence. And I was full of faith because I was feeding my spirit. Mm-hmm. I think some, a phrase that I love and I always, I always uh, say when we talk about this subject is, the fasting doesn't change God, it changes me. Hmm. And uh, God's still the same, right? right? But it changes me. It gives me more faith. It makes me more generous. Uh, it makes me more aware of people around me. It makes me more aware of scripture and, and uh, you know, so if we knew how important and how powerful that is, we would, we would do it more frequently and it would more intentionality, I, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I, I think the, I think this goes back to the beginning of the conversation with the flesh, you know, ourselves, our sinful nature, warring with our spirit, yep. our desire to do right, and our desire to honor God. So I guess the question is, I think it takes intentionality and discipline and a decision at the beginning. But I think once you, once you see the fruit of that, it's almost, it, it's, it can become a desire. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. Yes. And I guess I want to know for myself, but you know, also people listening, I want to know from your experience, you, you say that you, you do this throughout the year and you don't try, it's not just like a one-time thing, you know, what, what is the, what is the catalyst for your fast? Is it, do you have rhythms or is there, are there things that happen or do you just go, man, I need to fast? Like what, what sparks that? It's more like I want to fast. You just want to. I just want to. It's more like I want to, I'm not satisfied with my relationship with God right now. Mm -hmm. I want more. More of what? What does that mean? More of understanding. More of understanding, more of um, clarity, more of, More of intimacy. Intimacy. That's the word. Yeah. That's the word. So I feel I feel that very often. So it's not necessarily just like, God, I need you to do something. No, it's, no, 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 no. It's more so like, God, I don't feel close right now. So exactly. I'm I'm going to fast in order to strengthen my spirit exactly. so that I feel closer to you. Exactly. And also I always do that when I realize how miserable I am as a human being. Mm-hmm. Because back to the battle thing between flesh and, and spirit, if I am feeding my flesh, it will produce um, 
the consequences of feeding my, my our worldly my desires natural exactly it's natural desires right. which galatians 5 will list in but if i'm feeding my spirit out of that will will brought the fruit of spirit mm. right so very often when i realize man vini you're 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 a mess man you are a mess you need to grow in all these areas i usually fast because mm-hmm. i want to I want to make space to feed my spirit and let God produce produces inside of me the fruit the fruit of the spirit. That's good. One more thing before we go. Can you try to ex- explain and it, it just brought to my attention because we're speaking about fasting and praying like your your prayer rhythms or your prayer just to help someone who maybe is unsure how to pray like how, like how do you talk to God? Is basically what I'm asking. I talk to God always in this real, in this perspective of son, son and father. Mm-hmm. The way I talk with God is the same exact way I talk with my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I I have my devotional every day, which is pretty much late at night, not in the mornings, because it works for me. Um, so I, I separate a time during my day to spend with God, but I also in communication with him throughout my entire, um, day. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the middle of the work and I remind of Josh Garris. He's a keyboard, uh, Mm -hmm. in the worship. I don't know why. God brought brought it into my mind, or even if I don't even know if it's God, but I stopped a second and I pray a little prayer mm-hmm. uh, for Him. Or when I see something, I pray about it. When I think about my daughter, I pray about it. And sometimes when I say I pray about it, it's more like God bless Serena right now, whatever she is. Boom. Yeah. It's not like Heavenly Father. <laughs> I'm, you know. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Lord, thank you for Serena. I pray that you would bless her today. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm praying throughout my day a lot of times. But of course, I have my devotional time. And it's always through the, this perspective, son and uh, father. Father. So I feel free to be so inappropriate. <laughs> I feel I can say whatever. Mm. And I'm just counting with God's grace to look at me and say, you don't even know what you're talking about. Mm. You don't even know. Um, but I always, it's fun. It's, it's a conversation. It's definitely, you know. And I, and I always have the same, when I'm doing my devotional, I always have the same rhythm of mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. So I always start telling him everything he is to me. Hmm. And then I always give thanks. And then I always talk about, this is the reason, um, worship, give thanks. And then I open my heart. I just tell him everything I've been dealing with. And then I just present my, my petitions, if I can say that word, mm-hmm. for me and for the others. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Of course, and that's my, again, mine, my, uh, 
at my faith um, practice, let's put it yeah. that way. I pray a lot in tongues th throughout my day as well. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe for me. Um, so, yeah, I do. I do that as, as well. It's the epitome of pray without ceasing. That's what the Bible means. I exactly. remember being a kid and reading that and being like, man, when, when am I going to do other stuff if I have to pray the entire... But it's just more so of an open line of communication. Exactly. Being able to, at the drop of a hat, talk to God and receive from Him as well. Exactly. It's not necessarily 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Exactly. But I just realized that the space heater has been on this entire time, so I hope <laughs> that's not in the audio. <laughs> I don't think it will be, but uh, if it is, oh well. Folks I, will understand. They yeah. will understand, but the Spirit of the Lord is so heavy on this podcast, I don't even think that they'll notice <laughs> until they get to the end and I mention it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Vinny. Thank you. Really and uh, just it. a piece of advice of everybody who is listening. Whatever you're fasting, don't fast listening after the message. That's right. <laughs> that will bless you. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for joining us for After the Message. To learn more about Celebration Church here in Orlando, you can follow us on social media under the handle at CelebrationORL or visit our website at celebrationorl.org.